Hello and welcome to today's episode. It is just me here today and I'm going to be talking to you all about marketing metrics. It's something that we are asked about at our agency, Brandlective, all the time. What are the best metrics to be measuring? And as we launch new marketing campaigns, these are the things that we must understand in order to understand performance. So today we are here to talk about the nine marketing metrics you should be measuring. So simply knowing your page views and sort of click-through rates, it's really not enough. So isolated data points might go down well in status meetings, but they can't really tell you if you're getting a really good ROI from your marketing spend. You need metrics that tell a story and show you a way more detailed picture of your marketing efforts. So you want to be using you know, web and marketing analytics tools. Google Analytics is obviously a firm favorite uh, you can be using things like Kissmetrics, Clicky, HubSpot Analytics, depending on whatever your CRM program is, to track and really dig down into metrics that will help you to understand your customer journey and identify what sorts of content and which channels are actually contributing to your bottom line. But what exactly should you be measuring? Because I think as small businesses, it is a tricky thing. It feels a bit overwhelming for some people. Or likewise, it can flip the other way where people feel like they have to understand every single data point and every single thing needs to tell a story before they actually move on things. And I'm hopefully going to break down, I guess, these nine points that I hope will make things a little bit more simple and share some tools with you to help you move your analytics journey forward. So top nine metrics that I think that any business should be looking to understand no matter how small or large you are. Number one is sales revenue. Number two, cost per lead. Number three, customer lifetime value. Number four, track your traffic to lead ratio. Number five, your lead to customer ratio. Number six, landing page conversion rates. Number seven, organic traffic. Number eight, your social media traffic and how well that converts. Number nine, your mobile traffic leads and your conversion rates. So I'm going to dig in and explain a little bit more about each of those because for anybody that hasn't really studied their analytics in a lot of detail, they all may feel like they sort of merge into one, but they are very, very specific individual metrics. And it's really, really important for you to get at least a high level view on what these numbers look like. So number one. Sales revenue. So how much revenue has your marketing campaign bought into your business? Understanding your sales revenue is really important to knowing how effective your marketing campaign is. And no company wants to spend money on something that isn't generating money. So most likely you would move the money that you're spending onto different marketing activities if you could really understand this figure. So to determine your sales revenue from inbound marketing or from digital marketing you must first have a thorough understanding of what you mean by inbound marketing, outbound marketing, and actually what a sale means to you. So get a really holistic view on, you know, what your business is doing in terms of revenue. So that's a good starting point. So we move on to number two, which is understanding your cost per lead. So cost per lead is, it's often associated with paid advertising or pay-per-click, but it's important to understand that the cost of leads from all of your marketing strategies, not just one point of the pipeline, such as Google Ads. Once you've figured out the cost of leads from each of the different marketing strategies that you are currently running, you need to calculate an ROI for each of them. 
And this is going to highlight the effectiveness and pinpoint areas for improvement. There's a caveat on this. You shouldn't necessarily cut back a channel simply because it costs more per lead. You might find that customers from that channel spend more or more often than customers that come from one of the less costly channels. So it's really important to remember that a lead might converge through a particular channel, but they might have also touched different points throughout your pipeline. So they might have come through a multi-channel before they become a converted customer. So you want to understand the figure of the cost per lead for a specific channel, but you do need to be looking at it more holistically across your entire strategy. Our next point is lifetime value per customer. So this is something that often our clients find really tricky to figure out, but it's worth putting in the time to understand this so that you can get a really, really good understanding of the value of every single sale you convert. So when customers keep coming back for more, it's important that you're able to attribute a calculated lifetime value to each of them. This sort of gives you, I guess, a better idea of how valuable each closed lead will be for your business and also helps you to set budgets for your customer retention efforts. So, you know, whether that's customer service or offering discounts or coupons or something like that, calculating a lifetime value per customer isn't exactly straightforward, but there's a lot of analytics tools out there to help you calculate that to give you a really average figure. Uh, we actually do have a lead magnet on our website. Um, so like a little um, questionnaire that you can work through that gives you a way to calculate that. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. The next metric is traffic to lead ratio. So this is, you know, volume of traffic coming to your website that actually converts into an inquiry or a lead. So it's really important to understand, I guess, where your traffic is coming from. So whether it's organic, whether it's direct social media or other referral sources, understanding all of those sources is very, very valuable. If your traffic is steadily or increasing, but your traffic to lead ratio is low or hasn't improved, that's a sign that there's something missing on page, on the website, on the landing page. And in the spirit, I guess, of conversion rate optimization, you want to track this number to help you determine if and when there's a time where you need to make a change to your website's text or design or forms that have been completed, etc. The next metric is lead to customer ratio. So this is essentially you've got the lead or the inquiry and what is the ratio of conversion? So how many of those leads actually become a paying customer? So what this does is a lead to customer ratio really tells you how many leads you need to generate in order to meet your customer and your revenue targets. It also gives you an idea of how effective your marketing strategies are at generating quality leads and how well your sales team are at actually converting them into deals or paying customers. So a low leads to customer ratio suggests you need to improve the quality of your leads or the sales process that follows them. So you want to ask yourself a couple of questions, I guess. Firstly, it's, is your campaign capturing leads? <laughs> that sounds obvious, but it's definitely something that is really important for a lot of businesses to look at and really ask themselves, like, are they doing enough to capture the details of the on-site visitors to the website? The next question is, is your CRM successfully passing those qualified leads onto the right person? So whether that's that you've got a sales team or onto you as a business owner that does your outbound sales calls, make sure that there's a way that if you are capturing them, that it is getting fed to the right person to be able to do the follow-up to make the conversion happen. And then the third question you want to ask yourself is, what is your close rate? And is it a high close rate? And what could you do to improve that part of your pipeline? 
The next metric is your conversion rate. So I guess this kind of plays on quite nicely. So is your landing page, you know, it might look really beautiful. It follows all the best practices, but I guess the question is, is it actually converting? So strictly speaking, your conversion rate will be the percentage of users who convert after landing on any page with a conversion goal. A landing page that doesn't generate leads is absolutely useless. No matter how much traffic it gets or how beautifully designed it is to monitor those conversions, if your landing page is getting a lot of traffic but it has a really low conversion rate, then that is a red flag that you need to change something about that page. So for example, you could try A-B testing, some changes, things like, you know, changing your CTA button. So changing the color of it, for example, or the language on it, a better call to action text that you could be using. It could be something like make your written content more persuasive. Um, So you're looking at your sales copywriting, Um, shorten the form that somebody has to complete. It could be a matter of adding social proof to that web page. So, you know, a review or awards or, you know, different the volume of people that have visited your social accounts, adding any kind of social proof uh, and test that, A-B test it against each other to try to improve performance. The next metric that you want to be looking at is organic traffic. So the goal of any business really using any kind of inbound marketing, digital marketing is to have most of their traffic come from organic search. So high organic traffic means that people are finding a website on their own. So in Google search or any other search engine that people might be using and minimizing not only your efforts for the cost of attracting them to your website, but you know, essentially receiving those for free through organic search. Um, So it's no surprise really that organic search is directly correlated to your SEO strategy. So make sure that you monitor this along with your keywords and refine your SEO strategy accordingly to try to improve those numbers from organic search. And then our final metric that you want to be looking at, oh, actually, I think we've got two more, don't we? The eighth one is social media traffic. And social media is a really especially for small businesses, this is where a lot of businesses like to start with digital. They like to start with social media traffic. So this is really, really important. And I actually find for a lot of bigger businesses or corporate organizations that they can be a little bit wary about the importance of social media in their marketing strategy. But over the years, that is obviously improving and people are finding it more and more valuable to the entire campaign success. So metrics that you can utilize to show the importance and impact of social media on your marketing efforts include things like number of lead conversions generated via each social channel. It could be the number of customer conversions generated through each social media channel, and then perhaps the percentage of traffic associated with each social channel. So how much traffic you're actually getting through to the site. With social media sites like Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or Pinterest, Instagram, you might not have all the time in the world to effectively utilize every one of those platforms, but breaking them down by the number of leads or web traffic or customer conversion per platform will be really important to help you refine where your energy and where your focus should be. So make sure that you are tracking that because I have found uh, working with a lot of different businesses across lots of different industries is either the internal marketing team or perhaps the business owner makes a lot of assumptions about which social platforms they think perform best. They're often not actually looking at the data, at the metrics. So this is a very important exercise to carry out. And then our ninth metric we want to be looking at is mobile traffic. So leads and conversion rates. 
is your website effectively optimized for mobile? <laughs> I know they should be at this day and age, but definitely an important question and something you should be testing regularly. Um, with so many people browsing the web exclusively from their smartphones, Google is definitely showing a preference for sites optimized for mobile. And you really need to understand how your customers or how your prospects are using your website. So you want to pay close attention to things like uh, total mobile traffic. So how much traffic is hitting your websites directly from mobile only. The number of leads that convert from people on mobile devices your bounce rate from mobile devices, and then your conversion rate from the mobile optimized landing pages that you have set up. So really, really important to be monitoring those pieces when it comes to mobile traffic. The thing is, with all of these metrics that we've just walked through, some of you will be listening to this and going, yeah, these are obvious things that you have to understand to run a successful business. And then there'll be the other half of you that are thinking, oh dear Lord, this is a lot to wrap my head around. But you can do this on a very sort of high level, start high level. So once you do get down into the detail, it can feel a little bit overwhelming, but understanding your really basic numbers will help you to ensure that wherever you're deciding to invest your marketing budget, you're getting the best result. And of course, you know, this might sound obvious, but with when it comes to analytics, statistics are great, but they actually don't mean anything if you don't do something with them. Measuring these metrics should be an integral part of your marketing strategy. So getting to the people and journeys behind the numbers delivers insights that help you to patch up the leaky parts of your funnel and direct investments into the most successful methods more intelligently. So you're not just making an assumption. And many of you that have listened to podcast episodes where I've interviewed other guests will understand how much I see this happen. I see a lot of people assume a lot of things that is backed up by absolutely no data or no analytics. And it is the worst thing that you can do for your marketing. So please take the time to understand these headline numbers for your business. These are the nine really simple ones that you should be looking at. I'm going to link to a blog post and also a worksheet in the show notes that can help you figure out what some of these numbers are for your business. And I really hope that you reach out to us with any questions you have and start helping your marketing to perform even better. Thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. If this has been useful, I would love you to post a review on iTunes. We're always looking to hear how valuable the content is that we're sharing. And of course, if you think it is valuable to anybody else you know, please feel free to share this episode. We'll catch you soon. <laughs>